it's about to continue with knowing yourself. It's about constant reflection, right? And, and for me, it took a lot of trial and error as to what I truly want to and am meant to be doing, right? There's nine key components that I found overlapped in the people's stories. We take the different clouds and we say, are you living your life in this personal development area according to the person who everybody else wants you to be or according to the person who you want to be and, and should be, right? And we try to optimize a certain number of those areas through different processes. This is perfect for that, you know, to figure out the idea, or even if you're an entrepreneur and you do have an idea, you want to know how your life is going to feel as you're going through the entrepreneurial journey, mm -hmm. because keeping track of the personal side in how everything is going in your life is, is going to be overlooked. And that is coming up next on Bootstrapping Your Dream Show, so stay tuned. So, the big question is this. How are ambitious people like us, who don't have a lot of resources, did not go to Ivy League colleges, were not born into wealth, how do we become resourceful enough? Use our creativity, our dedication, and a little bit of crazy to bootstrap our way to realizing our dreams. Whether it is launching a new company, launching a new app, or making it to the top of the corporate ladder. That is the question. And this podcast will give you the answers. We have created a tremendous community of bootstrappers, entrepreneurs, and professionals who are ambitious, resourceful, and want to get things done. We brainstorm, support, and help each other out. So come join us. Navigate to bootstrapping.group Join today and get the Startup Founders Technology Accelerator video series absolutely free. Hello and welcome to this new episode of Bootstrapping Your Dreams show. I'm your host Manuj Agarwal and today we'll be talking with uh, Jordan Gross. Uh, uh, Jordan is a young entrepreneur who's in charge of helping people with their new projects through his company called Cloud9. Jordan's project is to guide new entrepreneurs to a more professional route to success and to do this, Cloud9 Living helps them discover what their true passions and talents are. Jordan is not only the chief executive officer of Cloud9 Living, he's also the author of book, Getting Comfy, Your Morning Guide to Daily Happiness. And he offers wonderful advice on business and startups, and he's also a TEDx speaker. Today, Jordan is here to talk to us about his path and his projects. Welcome, Jordan. Hey, Manuj, it's great to be here. Thank you so much yeah. for that warm intro. I'm excited to be talking and mm -hmm. uh, let's let's do this thing, man. I, I just I'm so grateful to be chatting with you today. Yeah, no, I, I want to add a little bit here. You know, um, just uh, this is actually the second interview we're recording because we lost the previous intro, uh, the recording. I didn't know if you wanted me to share that or not. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Uh, in all transparency. But you know what? Like I had such a good time talking to you. I had... Um, just a you know just a wonderful time getting to know you on linkedin and and we exchanged some uh, messages after that so you're uh, you know I'm, I'm just glad i got a, another chance uh, although it's an unfortunate circumstance but uh, i'm just happy that i got another chance to speak to you so yeah. this is our second recording and i, I hope uh, it turns out as good or better than the previous oh, one yeah. um, so let's dive in so let's get to know you jordan uh, Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, how did you get started in entrepreneurship? Um, yeah. yeah, tell us about your journey. So to add to what your host Manu said, he and his team were so gracious 
about having to do this interview again. And they were totally transparent in saying that they lost the audio. And, and that's what you want out of a host, somebody who you're listening to and, and taking this journey with. You want them to admit their mistakes, admit their flaws, and, and tell you about it. So, But like you said, it's not a mistake because we get the opportunity to chat with one another again. We get to make it better. We get to push forward forward, be positive about it, and view it as another opportunity as opposed to uh, a failure, which it was really was not, especially because of how you handled it. So I'm just really grateful for that. And, and I thank you and your team for the way that you approach the situation. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. So, so with that being said, uh, my entrepreneurial journey started when I was seven years old. And when I tell this story, I never would have thought that it would have been the hint as to what I value in life and why I'm going in the direction that I am, but it really is. And when I was seven, it was, November, it was September 20th, 2001. Mm-hmm. And I live in New York City, so if you think for just a moment about what happened in the New York area and really like what shocked the world in 2001... It was that nine days prior on September 11, 2001, the World Trade Center was attacked and Mm -hmm. we had that devastation. As a seven-year-old, I didn't really know what was going on geopolitically and all that stuff, but I did know that people were upset and I knew that my parents were upset and my friend's parents were upset and my teachers were upset and that made my peers upset, my friends upset because we didn't know what the heck was going on. I wanted to make people happier. So on that day, I said, hey, can we, can we make a lemonade stand just a week after? And uh, I made a lemonade stand and we sold lemonade, but it wasn't to make a shiny quarter or to, you know, drink all the lemonade and eat all the cookies. It, it was actually to raise money for the families in my neighborhood effect, affected by 9-11. So it was this entrepreneurial experience, yes, but it was also this adding value to other people's lives sort of idea that I had. And in everything that I do with my entrepreneurial journey now, it always has to add some sort of value to other people's lives and have this sort of like social impact component. So fast forwarding to college, like my first entrepreneurial experience there was with an Alzheimer's awareness group. And it was because my grandfather was affected by Alzheimer's. I saw that there was no support at the undergraduate level where I went to school at Northwestern. So when there's a problem like that, I said, you know what, why not me? Why can't I go and create this support system for people who are affected by Alzheimer's as undergrads, their grandparents, their parents, friends, parents, whatever it may be. Um, so that's what I did. And, and it was just, you know, an effort to raise awareness and it was an effort to raise some money. And I fell in love with the concept of building a team and I fell in love with the concept of leadership and I fell in love with the concept of growing something from the ground up. And I fell in love with the concept of building relationships and finally coming back to that seven-year-old, just adding value to other people's lives. So that is at the forefront of everything that I do now, even though my entrepreneurial journey has transitioned to more of like a solopreneur kind of journey through my books and my coaching and my writing and my speaking, everything I'm trying to do is all about building a better life for other people, which in turn makes me happy and builds that better life for me as well. That's awesome. A great story. And uh, yeah, I mean, I remember, uh, remember that incident uh, clearly. I think most people do and uh, exactly where we were, how the news came about. And so um, after that uh, shock, you know, uh, 
helping people in that environment and, and thinking of this lemonade stand, it, uh, it just uh, shows how, uh, what kind of a person you are. And, and, and you know what, like, um, I will say, uh, it has really hit me as well. Like, you know, I, I struggled with marketing and I struggled with sales for a long, long time. And I couldn't really understand what the heck to do, what to say, what to, uh, you know, how to talk to people. And then as I started to learn, it's, it's not about selling something. It's about helping people. It becomes so much easier, so much smoother. In fact, you know, you really want, you, you really enjoy talking to people and, and it's not about selling at all now. And, uh, and that's what you're trying to convey, which is really, really powerful. It's building relationships. I, I'm sure this is nothing new to you and your listeners, but it is truly building relationships. It's building friends and it's using our number one asset in this world, what separates us from any other sort of being or creature that inhabits this world. It's our ability to communicate yeah. and focus on building that communication, that trust, and ultimately, you know, people like you, they'll want to buy your products because they want to support you or they want to see what you have to offer. Yeah. And, you know, then you get a little bit of uh, momentum because what you have to offer is truly worthwhile. It's truly valuable. Mm-hmm. And then next thing you know, uh, everything's coming together. Yeah. Not only that, like, you know, um, uh, to your point, like if, if you if you have a wide network and people who like you, who trust you, it doesn't have to be that they will buy your product. They may refer somebody else because now at least, you know, they know um, if they refer a friend or a family, they, you know, they will be taken care of because they, they know that, uh, you know, uh, they are sending that referral to a caring person, right? Exactly. Exactly. And the way, you know, just continuing to expand the way that you become that person who gets, you know, referrals and things like that is by always being your true and authentic self, whether that's how you present yourself in business, how you present yourself online when you're trying to market, um, and build your personal and, and professional brand. It always comes down to, are you really focusing on being intentional in every single moment and living according to your values? And if you do that, then you're smooth sailing. Yeah, awesome. And so um, let's dive a little bit deeper into your journey. So you said that, uh, you know, you fell in love with uh, building teams and uh, leadership, and then uh, you uh, pivoted, I guess, uh, to become a solopreneur. So, um, and, and you're doing a lot of writing, writing books and delivering speeches and everything. So was that a, was that like a, a natural thing that happened with you or, or you noticed something, uh, as you were building teams that, you know, your calling was somewhere else where with writing and stuff like that. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So I, I kind of equate it to my athletic journey as well. So just to clarify and backtrack a little bit. Soccer was always my sport and I was the goalie. So I was the leader from the back and I was the one who was communicating and telling everyone where to be and motivating. And I was always the captain and, and I loved that team component, Mm -hmm. but I I needed something that was my own as well. So I threw shot put and discus in track field. So that was like my solopreneur type ventures where it was totally on me and I just had to focus and, and put the work ethic and intensity into just me and building what I could be doing with that. So it's kind of like I had these two separate kind of ideas, one where I was working to grow and build something with other people, one where I was growing and building something on my own. And that's what happened with entrepreneurship. Um, So like I said, my first 
uh, companies were with teams, but then I actually went into the corporate world Mm -hmm. and I took a job in the restaurant industry um, where it was very team oriented, but it was a little bit chaotic. So when I quit that, I think it was like, okay, no more soccer. Let me go throw shot put. So let me go off and do something on my own. So after that, I went and I wrote my first book and just fully immerse myself in this world of personal development, noticing that in order to build a sustainable business around book writing, you needed to do more book writing, you needed to do coaching, and you needed to do uh, speaking and podcasting and all this good stuff. So that's what I did. And, and sure, I have people that help me along the way, but it's not like I'm sitting with anybody any longer in meetings and whatnot right in front of me face to face, you know, building and growing a team, building and growing different aspects that we all take control of. It's I have a pretty clear understanding of what I am good at now. Um, I'm good at writing, content, people, relationships, communication, and then I've got people to help me with what I'm not good at, the tech side of things, the you know money side of things. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I'm very aware of my weaknesses, um, but I, I mainly try to focus on my strengths. Yeah, that's a very interesting point. Um, you know, personal development uh, is uh, something that I didn't even know, like there was such a thing as personal development because, you know, you become uh, an adult from a child and, uh, you know, that was development for me. Uh, yeah. But, you know, but um, once you get into this world, you really understand that uh, I wish there was a manual that came with humans, you know, like, okay, this is how you operate these things. Yeah. And, um, and that's the piece that is missing and which is the personal development uh, that you're talking about. So I highly recommend any entrepreneur, especially uh, to go through this exercise um, because it will tell you a lot about yourself. Um, and as you said, self-awareness is a huge piece because you really need to uh, accept your weaknesses and, and things that, you, that, that, uh, that you're not good at uh, because only then you can flourish. Otherwise, you know, you, you'll end up uh, trying to do more uh, than, than, you can, uh, than you can handle, right? Yeah. And you know what? It, it's about to continue with knowing yourself, it's about constant reflection, right? And, and for me, it took a lot of trial and error as to what I truly want to and am meant to be doing, right? Mm-hmm. But in each of these trials, it was a very cognizant understanding of, okay, what do I enjoy about this experience? But even further than that, mm-hmm. how does this experience make me feel? Mm-hmm. And do I like the feeling associated with this experience? Yeah, yeah. If it was a certain feeling that I did enjoy about a certain experience, then I knew that I needed that feeling to come from whatever I was going to go ahead and do next. Yeah. Right? yeah. That's so it's not yeah. just thinking, you know, okay, did I like trying out the starting a company in electronics? It's did I did I like how I felt when I was trying out a company in electronics. And the more you can base your understanding of who you are off of that, off of the, the internal, I think the more fulfilled you'll be in what you decide to pursue next. Yeah, yeah. so true, so true. Uh, just just uh, to unpack that a little bit for you know, some people who, uh, who are on this journey, uh, it's, it's, it's not just about the adrenaline uh, rush that you sometimes get you know, by, by participating in an activity. It's a, as you said, like, you know, it's a really deep um, sort of introspection about what kind of feeling you're getting and where, what, what is the source of this feeling. And if you're can directly associated with the, with the business activity or the person you met, 
um, you know, that's so that's the level of uh, introspection you can you can get uh, you can do and then get really deep answers, right? Right. Yeah. Awesome. So let's talk about. Uh, sorry, were you saying something? No. Okay. Let's talk about cloud night living, and uh, you know, I've been uh, really fascinated with it, and uh, I'd love to know uh, what is the origin of this, and uh, get a little bit deeper into it because I know you know. Cloud9, there's a, there's a whole framework behind it. So I'd love to uh, get into that and have you share a little bit of a, you know, behind the scenes of uh, this whole framework that you have developed. Yes, of course. So my journey to Cloud9 began November 2018. Mm-hmm. And I was working on all that Getting Comfy stuff, the first book that I wrote. And it was sort of starting to like go downhill a little bit in that I wasn't super charged by it anymore. And I, I didn't, you know, I wanted to switch up who I was coaching and I wasn't really speaking on podcasts anymore or doing talks or anything like that. So this, this fortuitous occurrence came right at the right time. And in November, 2018, I was in an Uber on a Sunday evening and it was a normal Sunday. I just watched football with my buddies and we, uh, inst- but instead of talking about, you know, like football and, and fun stuff, we actually, we talked about life and we talked about death and we talked about love and purpose and meaning and fulfillment. And, uh, it was, it got pretty deep. So in the Uber ride home, I was just sitting in the back seat reflecting and I wasn't talking, which is rare because I usually ask the Uber driver a lot of questions and I try to make him or her feel different than most other passengers do where they probably just sit in the back and don't say anything. I like to chat. Um, but today I wasn't, I was just kind of sitting there thinking until I saw this boat in the East river, um, while we were driving on the FDR and the boat was called cloud nine. I saw the phrase cloud nine on the side of the boat and I thought, wow, that's a really cool name for a boat. It must mean that the boat has joyous occasions and and people are happy on the boat, right? But instead of just thinking to myself, I actually blurted out to the Uber driver, hey, you see that boat, Cloud9? Like, what does Cloud9 mean to you? Mm -hmm. And this is when it all came to be because he told me stories about the day he got married, the day he had children, the day he remembered some sort of childhood memory of, of playfulness that just made him felt so free and alive, right? And in telling these stories to me of when he was on cloud nine, I kind of said, okay, there are momentous life occasions that we all probably have where we feel like we are on cloud nine. So let me dive into this a little bit further. For the last year, I've been asking people, what does cloud nine mean to you? How do you have a cloud nine morning? How do you have a cloud nine day? How do you have a cloud nine month? How do you have a cloud nine year? How do you have a cloud nine life? Right. And, and throughout all the stories that I've heard, I've picked up on two main things. And it's, it's just like the Uber driver. It's that one, there are definitely a series of, of pivotal moments that we all sort of think about when we think of that cloud nine experience. But two, what I found is that there's also a set of principles that weave all of these cloud nine experiences together. And what I did was instead of saying, okay, here are the principles and here are the stories, I'm going to share it in a book. I decided to be a little bit different and, and sort of 
carve out my own niche in the personal development world by making the book into an allegory where I told the story of a guy who is basically not living a cloud nine life because he made decisions that were focused on society and the people around him. But I show the life he could have lived, his cloud nine life that's based on his gut, his intuition, and his heart. So that's the book side. And then the business side in helping entrepreneurs, helping anybody really, it's not just entrepreneurs, uh, in helping anybody live a more cloud nine life, we sort of take the different clouds, I call them. There's nine key components that I found overlapped in the people's stories. We take the different clouds and we say, are you living your life in this personal development area according to the person who everybody else wants you to be or according to the person who you want to be and, and should be, right? And we try to optimize a certain number of those areas right. through different processes. That's yeah. great. That's awesome. Uh, it's wonderful, uh, you know, when, uh, when these uh, epiphanies uh, come, they can come from any source, as you said, like... Uh, you know, it started with an Uber ride and, uh, you yeah. know, uh, and we have heard of a lot of stories uh, where people got these genius ideas in their sleep, in their dreams and everything. So the more you open up, the more you, uh, you know, sort of uh, are ready to receive it, it just comes, it shows up, right? Yeah, that's right. And you know what? Finding, you know, that one thing, that meaning, that fulfillment, that purpose, it, it it most likely will just show up like that, but it's about being intentional and working on yourself so that you're giving yourself the best opportunity for it to just arrive, right? The more you chase it and actively search for it, the more stress and anxiety and pressure you're most likely going to put on it. Yeah, exactly. So rather than focusing on the one thing, focus on the journey, focus on being the person you want to be, and then you'll figure out where the meaning lies at the end of the day, right? So that's what the personal development journey in finding your cloud nine is really all about. It's, it's the patience in, in, you know, realizing the meaning as opposed to just doing some two week, Oh, I'll, I'll guarantee you, you find your purpose in two weeks kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Amazing. So um, like, uh, do you think, uh, do you think we can quickly sort of um, touch base on these uh, nine clouds quickly? And, uh, and, uh, uh, talk about uh, you know maybe something something you can uh, share with the audience that they can incorporate into their lives or uh, you know something some some uh, value bomb that you can drop now yeah so I'll share each each cloud and then what what we do for each cloud when we begin to work on it it's it's four steps um, but basically so you have cloud one is playfulness you need to incorporate some sense of play into your everyday, into your life, right? Need to unleash that inner child. Number two is camaraderie. Focus on your relationships, your friendships, having people in your life who are like-minded, having people in your life who challenge you, right? Sometimes we overlook the importance of our friends, but it's truly there, there, there are everything aside from, you know, family. Yeah. Number three is love, right? And it could be love of another person, but it could also be love of a certain, you know, hobby. It could be love of anything, right? You could be a big sports fan. You just need to be totally encapsulated by something, right? You have to have that sensation about something in your life. 
most often it's relationships though. Yeah, yeah. Um, number four would be a sense of responsibility. You need something in your life that you're responsible for, whether it's growing a business or growing a plant, you need to feel that sense of responsibility so that you know it's not just about you, it's about something much greater, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Number five is going to be uh, empathy, right? So empathy is this concept where again, we're thinking about not only ourselves, but we're thinking about other people. How can we, you know, how can we see things from a different perspective, right? Number six is gonna be benevolence. Mm-hmm. So benevolence is how am I involved in my community? Am I making a a bigger impact through volunteering, through charity, through fundraising? What am I doing to truly give back to other people? Um, Number seven is going to be a, a true career calling or aspiration. There has to be meaningful work in your life, whether that is your nine to five or a side hobby there, there has to be something that you're working toward that you know is has a, a again a much greater uh, end result. Mm-hmm. Number eight is going to be so. So number eight is some sort of realization, right? And, and it's the realization that this is you know spoiler for the book, but number eight is is the realization that the journey to cloud nine you're on cloud nine the entire time it's just that throughout all of these principles that you're working on you're truly enjoying working on yourself you're loving yourself you're being the person who you want to be around the most and then you have this realization that that's what it's all about right to take it down more granular on a day-to-day basis, the realization is a cloud nine moment. It's maybe a moment of calm, a moment of peace, a moment of true euphoria that you get to experience and realize every single day. And then cloud nine is resurgence. Resurgence, it's this opportunity to to reinvigorate your life, to, to live according to this newfound mentality that you have, that every single moment counts, that every single day counts, that each experience counts. And by focusing on these different parts of your life, you will be way more ready to have this resurgence and, and transcend into whatever it is that you are meant to be. This is great, awesome stuff. Um, so it sounds like to me that this could, uh, this could be sort of um, a prerequisite uh, for an entrepreneur because uh, as you said it, like, you know, once, once you really understand what this, uh, this whole journey is all about, it becomes so much easier. It becomes so much enjoyable. It brings you joy, whether whether you, the outcome is positive or negative. Um, so, do you do you resonate with that? Do you agree with that? Like, do you um, position it that way that this is something that entrepreneurs should really learn and and uh, focus on? I truly do. Um, I think that whether you want to be an entrepreneur and don't have an idea, right? That this is perfect for that. So to figure out the idea, or even if you're an entrepreneur and you do have an idea, you want to know how your life is going to feel as you're going through the entrepreneurial journey, mm-hmm. because keeping track of the personal side in how everything is going in your life is, is going to be overlooked, mm-hmm. but this is going to make you more cognizant of reflecting on that sense of self at all times. Awesome. That's great. And so uh, do you 
do you coach people on this framework do you teach it or how, how like or should they go get the book and then like how does that work uh, how do you work with the with the entrepreneurs and yeah so, so the book is the first place to go because so I'll, I'll talk about this concept in just a moment and remind me it's called imagitivitation okay um the book is the first place to go because i really try to promote imagitivitation for anybody who's learning about personal development i am team fiction when it comes to life lessons i, I love self-help don't get me wrong but I think a lot of the times we need to uncover some of these lessons for ourselves as opposed to just being told the advice all the time, yeah. right? So the way that we do that is by using our imaginativitation. So the first thing I would say is in reading this book, use your imaginativitation to understand each of the cloud nine components and figure out how your life should look in each one of them. So imaginativitation is split into four categories imagination. So first you're going to imagine what the ideal life would look like for you in regard to playfulness, for instance, and you're going to write about it. You're going to visualize it. What does play bring to your life? Then what you're going to do is you're going to use a little bit of creativity. How can you reverse engineer this dream that you have into the present day? So how are you creatively going to get there? The next thing is going to be interpretation. How do you interpret what play means as you go through this process for your life, right? So what, is, what does it look like on a day-to-day -day basis? What would it look like if you truly had play in your life, you know, at, at all times? And then finally, you're going to implement. This is when trial and error comes in. This is when assessment comes in. This is when reflection comes in. And you're going to you know, try to, to install this version of play that you created for yourself into your life. And you do that with different components of the cloud nine. And, uh, that's how you use the imaginativitation in order to get to that, that dream, that cloud nine state. So, yeah, so I, that's what I would say first, try to do that. But then it's very, you know, that's what we would be doing together for the coaching. Um, it would be working with one another to unleash what the cloud nine is in a certain number of these categories. Awesome. That's great. And so, uh, we, we only have a few minutes left, but I want to ask you, um, can you share any success stories, uh, of, uh, of entrepreneurs that have gone through this and, uh, experienced some amazing results? Yeah. So, you know, there, <laughs> I think the, my favorite story is about a cloud nine moment that was uncovered um, from a buddy of mine who we were just talking about where he was lacking, right? And it's my favorite story because his company is so successful and everything is going right, but there was just something that was missing in his life. I went through all the different categories. We went through a lot of different things and we realized that each day he was so busy running his business and making it successful that he forgot to take some time for himself. He forgot that play component. And it turned out that all he needed to do to feel more of a sense of purpose was go outside and kick a soccer ball around for a little bit. Oh. It was my favorite sport, obviously. So that's why the story resonates so much, but it, it took time to figure that out. Right. Like I said, this is a very, 
you have to be patient in figuring out what's missing or why you're stuck. But once you continue to work on yourself, it, it gets a lot easier as to finally realizing and having that epiphany moment, that cloud nine moment of, hey, I, I need this in my life in order for me to be a little bit more wholly fulfilled. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Well, um, a wonderful, uh, wonderful story, wonderful uh, talk. Uh, and I think it turned out actually better than last time. So uh, that's a bonus. Um, well, uh, how, do we, how do we get in touch with you if somebody wants to work with you? Uh, how does it reach out? Yeah, so the number one place to find me is LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Just It's always going to be me on there. It's just Jordan Gross on LinkedIn. Then if you want to learn more about anything that I'm doing, it's journeytocloud9.com, all spelled out, journey, T-O, cloud, N-A-N-E.com. Mm-hmm. And there's info on the book, the coaching, um, anything you need. Uh, and you can feel free to reach out. I love chatting with any and everybody. And uh, like I said, it's all about adding value in any way that I can. So thank you for allowing me to add value. I hope it was helpful. And uh, yeah, I'm glad we did this again because we got very, very helpful. Thank you so much for being so gracious. Um, And I I can uh, attest to this, like, you know, anybody who's interested uh, in discovering and learning more about themselves and, uh, you know, uh, uh, like making things easier on their entrepreneurial journey, please uh, do talk to Jordan. He's a gem of a person. So get in touch with him. Thank you so much. Thank I you. really appreciate it. Thank you. And that's all for now. Until next time. Now, if you're an entrepreneur or a career professional, then I invite you to join our growing community. Navigate to bootstrapping.group. As a welcome bonus, you will get the Startup Founders Technology Accelerator video series and Mastering Your Inner Game video series absolutely free. This series of short videos address some core issues which are instrumental in helping you move forward in your business or career. The videos are yours to view and share for free. No obligations or strings attached, except for one, you have to take action and implement it. So join us today, navigate to bootstrapping.group. If you want more engaging videos and insightful interviews with industry's thought leaders, then check out the other videos we have picked for you. The link is right there. And if you want to be notified about our new content, please do consider subscribing to our channel.